friends, it's me, your friend James, and I'm sorry we haven't been around in a while. I've just had some other things I've had to focus on, but I'm excited to be back with you and sharing some new things that I've learned. And uh, I'm going to try to, as best I can, have a new episode posted every other Friday. So if you are not a subscriber, please click the subscribe button and join us for that. And another thing I've been focusing on is synchronizing my different social media accounts. And you can reach me on social media at... Um, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest at the name James H. Boyd TN for Tennessee. I will say this about Facebook. I do get a lot of spam requests. So if you send me a, space, a Facebook request, please drop me a little uh, personal message to let me know where you found this. And so that way I'll know it's, it's coming from one of my legacy friends. And of course, this is my personal social media. We do have a Twitter and Facebook account for the legacy also at the legacy 2017. And I may at some point decide to give Snapchat a try. I haven't decided yet. If I do, I'll let you know. But getting back to our study, our past few lessons have drawn mainly from the Gospel of John. And the reason for that is out of the four Gospels, John is the only one that gives detailed information on the first year of Jesus' ministry. The rest start about a year in. So today we're going to shift gears into the Gospel of Luke. And we're going to watch Jesus reveal his mission statement. He returns home to Galilee in the power of the Spirit. And by that time, word had spread far and wide about him. And this would start about a year and a half of ministry in his home region. The people loved the profound teaching he was doing in the synagogue, so finally he comes to his hometown and goes to the synagogue there, where he'd worshipped countless times while he was growing up. Now notice the, set, the text says Jesus came to the synagogue, as was his custom. Some will get the attitude, I don't need to go to church or public worship, I can worship God on my own. But the perfect Son of God didn't see it that way. He see it, saw a need to regularly come to public worship. Commentator Adam Clark said, To worship God publicly is the duty of every man, and no man will be held guiltless who forsakes it. The custom was there will be seven scripture readings during the synagogue service. The first will be done by a priest, the second by a Levite, and the other five would be by Israelite lay people. Again, Jesus' reputation had been growing by this time rapidly, and he was given the honor to be one of the liturgists for this service. The Shazan, or the minister of the congregation, hands him the uh, scroll for the prophet Isaiah. Now, some have suggested that Isaiah was deliberately chosen for Jesus because it was considered the most difficult of the prophets to explain. And knowing Jesus' reputation, they wanted to make sure he was up to it. Jesus starts to read from Isaiah in what we know now as chapter 61, verse 1. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and recovering to the sight of the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised. Now this passage has both a literal and a figurative application. Certainly Jesus ministered many times to those who were physically blind and poor and oppressed. But there's also a metaphorical side to it as well. For the people outside God's grace, in Revelation 3.17, Jesus speaks to a group of people who thought they were rich and had everything they needed, but really they were spiritually speaking, they were wretched and miserable and poor and blind and naked. But then he rolled up the scroll and gave it back to the attendant and sat down, as the custom was for the person teaching to sit down while the congregation stood. But everyone's looking intently at Jesus, eager to see what he would say next. And he begins by saying, Today this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. In other words, he was applying this prophecy about the coming of the Messiah to himself. The long wait was over. The time of salvation was here at last. Of course, this was shocking news to the people. In their eyes, Jesus was just a working-class local boy that they'd watched grow up, and they were amazed at the gracious words that came from his lips. Is this Joseph's son, they asked? But as we'll see in our next lesson, this wouldn't last long. 
So then, until next time, I ask that you give that you please subscribe to our channel if you haven't already. Uh, like, comment, and help spread the word. In the meantime, keep it real, friends. Thank you for joining us.